Hey, welcome back to the C3 Podcast. This is John McKinley, the media director, your host. Pastor Robin is back this week, continuing our new Thanksgiving series. Here's just a short clip of that. But we've got to do it inside here, too, instead of just as people come in and say, this is what I want to do. We've got to give hope to one another. We've got to encourage one another, and we can do that. We hope you enjoyed today's message. And if you'd like, go to c3pottstown.com and plan a visit to join us in person next Sunday. Hey, it's good to have you here. Uh, We welcome those of you who are here for the first time. Praise the Lord. Uh, I appreciate you. I appreciate everyone who's in here. And you know, appreciation raises a person's value. So, you know, take time to let people know how much you appreciate them. One person said, the deepest principle in human nature is the craving to be appreciated. The Apostle Paul, who was inspired by the Holy Spirit, was a master at expressing thankfulness. He expressed appreciation to God and to others as well. It was Paul who said stuff like this. I always thank God for you. Praise be to God God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. I thank God every time I remember you. We We always thank God for all of you. He goes on to say, I always thank God for you as I remember you in my prayers. God wants us to be appreciative of other people. Listen to what it says in 1 Thessalonians. He says, encourage one another and build each other up. Give thanks in all circumstances for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Now, one of the scriptures that I want us all to look at together, if you want to turn to Colossians, it's Colossians 2. It'll be on the screens as well. So let your roots grow down into him. Now listen to how this verse progresses. This is a really neat verse. Let your roots grow down into him and let your lives be built on him. Then your faith will go strong in the truth you were taught and you will overflow with thankfulness. Isn't that a neat scripture? Man, put that into action in your life. You know, back in you know, 1972, so I'm, I'm letting you know my age now. 1972, that was the year I got saved, okay? Andre, Andre Crouch wrote a song called My Tribute. He, he started out the song by saying, how can I say thanks for the things you have done for me? Things Think- so undeserved. Yet you gave to prove your love for me. The voices of a million angels could not express my gratitude. All that I am, all that I hope to be, I owe it all to thee. How do we express our thanks to God? Well, Andre Crouch wrote it in the course of the song. To God be the glory. To God be the glory for the great things he has done. And that's what David did in the Psalms. He often gave thanks to God. Listen to what he said in Psalm 9.1. He says, I will praise you, Lord, with all my heart. 
I will tell of all the marvelous things you have done. You see, God expects thankful praise. You know, he expects praise from those whom he has done marvelous works. Giving Giving praise to God from a life directed from a sincere heart of praise. Think about whatever occurs in your life to make you glad. Think about that just for a moment. Our joy must go past those circumstances or those things that happen in our lives to go to the one who gave them to us. God. God. I mean, we're, we're grateful because of good health. But we, but we are thankful to the great physician who has given it to us. We're grateful we're, for our homes. But we are thankful to the Lord who provides our homes and our cars and our jobs and the ability to make money, our success. And even and if he, we're being afflicted in any way, we have the opportunity to express trust and thanks to God. Knowing that we can live a life of praise no matter what is coming our way. Remember, God expects our praise. We read the first verse in in Psalm 9. It said, I will praise you, Lord, with all my heart. I will tell of all the marvelous things you have done. And then verse 2 goes on to say, I will be filled with joy because of you. I I will sing praises to your name, O Most High. So our next point is thankfulness makes us aware of God's blessings. I mean, listen to what David said in the very next verse, verse 3. He says, my enemies retreated. They staggered and died when you appeared. You see, when God has shown himself to be above the enemies of the church, above the enemies of, of the local church, you are the church, above the enemy, above you, when, when our enemies try to, to take a hold, God is there. And we must take action to give him glory. A heart of thankfulness opens the door of mercy. It enables, it enables us to enjoy God's goodness and, and prepares our hearts to be aware of all the things that God has given can you tell this is a Thanksgiving message? This, this month, we are focused on being thankful. In fact, I, I want to take just a, just a moment to, to let you know. I'm, I'm working on some... I, I really love writing devotions. I really love that. You know, I started out journaling years ago, probably way back in, in the very early 2000s. I've turned... A lot of those um, into a book. Um, well, five books. I have five volumes of Three Minutes Alone with God. But I've, I've but redone a lot of those too, and I post them online. And Jonathan mentioned last week about uh, some of those. If you want to, you know, look at those and read some of those. I mean, there's about 170 of them on there now. That uh, it's ramckinley.com, and you can you can go to that. You can get on a mailing list that you'll get them mailed to you twice a week. But I'm working but I'm, on some for Thanksgiving. I want to do an ebook for Thanksgiving, and I'm working on those right now. So, so I'm I'm really fresh on this. Uh, the the ebook is going to be Thanksgiving from the Book of Psalms, and so David has really, really come 
toward us with, with all these things that we can be thankful for and, and why we praise God. In fact, there, there's, a, there's a, a theme that goes together in these book of Psalms. And, and the three words are thanksgiving, working together with joy, working together with praise. And if you look at the Psalms, you'll see that happening time and time again. So, so a heart of thankfulness opens the door of praise and worship and mercy and joy. It enables us to enjoy God's goodness and prepares our hearts to be aware of all of his blessings. You know, a child of God who knows how to say thanks has the heart of David, which is reflected in Psalm 57. There's a, a few, a few here, but I want to read them to you. It says, my it says, heart is confident in you, O God. My heart is confident. No wonder I can sing your praises. Wake, wake up, my heart. Wake up, O liar and harp. I will, I will wake the dawn with my song. I will, I will thank you, Lord, among the people. I will, I will sing your praises among the nations. For your, for your unfailing love is as high as the heavens. Your, your faithfulness reaches to the clouds. Be exalted, O God, above the highest heavens. May, May your, your glory shine all over the earth. I don't know about you, but that excites me. That excites me. Hallelujah. 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 Once we One grasp the joy, joy of praising God because of who he is, we can we better can say thanks to Christ. You know, what? you know what Christ is to us? Christ is the indescribable gift that God has given to all mankind. And we can, and we thank, can thank the Lord for everything under the sun. But where does it start? How, you know, it's, it's like somebody does something really cool or something really nice for you. And, and you look at them and you say, I, I don't even know how to say thanks. That's the way it is with God. How do we how start? Do, how do we start to thank him? Well, Paul give us where the starting place is. In Romans chapter 12, he, he gives us clear instructions on a practical way to say thanks to God. He says, give your bodies to God because of all he has done for you. Let them Let be a living and holy sacrifice, the kind that he will find acceptable. This is truly the way to worship him. We, we must be thankful to God for one another. You know, John tells us back in his epistles. In fact, Jesus might have said it in the gospels too. I'm pretty sure he did. That... The way people are going to know that we are with Christ is the love that we show to one another. So we, we need to be thankful to God for one another. The Apostle Paul knew how to say thanks to God. And he also knew how to thank those who were in partnership with him in the Lord's work. He presented he, to us the heartbeat of a mature Christian. As he presented expressions of thanksgiving, his examples are so desperately needed today in the body of Christ. We're all involved in the work of the Lord, every one of us. If you call yourself a Christian, you are called into ministry. We belong to the whole body of Christ. With, we each have different spiritual and, uh, gifts and committed to the work of the Lord. Listen to what Paul said later on in Colossians. He says, 
May, may you, you be filled with joy, always thanking the Father. He has he enabled has, you to share in the inheritance that belongs to his people who live in the light. We share it together, friends. We're in this together. And we're to be thankful for that. Well, let's, well, let's, let's move on, okay? Jesus, early in the book of Mark, he had left everyone to go into an isolated place, the scripture says, to pray. And here's what it says. Before daybreak the next morning, Jesus got up and went out to an isolated place. And everybody woke up. They're looking around. Where's Jesus? Where's Jesus? Finally, they caught up with Jesus. And, and one of the disciples says, Jesus, everyone is looking for you. I remember years ago, probably 28 years ago, I preached a message called everyone is looking for him. And see, another expression of thanksgiving that Jesus just pointed out to us is prayer. Jesus set the heartbeat for us for prayer. What can we pray for? You know, that's Sometimes I have trouble saying, okay, Lord, I'm, I'm coming to you in prayer. I really don't know what to pray right now. Unless I've got it written down, I can, I mean, I have a hard time coming up with stuff to pray. I mean, some people, they've got the gift of prayer. I want to tell you something. They pray and I'm listening to them thinking, why didn't I think of that? We got prayer warriors right here in this room, right here. Do I just Do marvel I... as they pray and I just agree with them in, in prayer as they pray? Well, here's what Paul told us. In, first, uh, in Colossians, in the first chapter. This is how you can pray. It's in your notes. It's on the board there. We ask God to give you complete knowledge of his will. So we pray for knowledge. To give, to give you spiritual wisdom and understanding. To pray for wisdom and understanding. We also, we also pray that you be strengthened with all his glorious power. How many can use a little uh, strength from God's power? Amen. So that so, you will have all the endurance and patience you need. Oh, Lord, give us patience and give it to us right now, huh? Yeah. May, May you be filled with joy, always thanking the Father. What a pattern for prayer that we can pray for other saints, other believers. And, and, and he ended up there, may you be filled with joy. That brings us to our next point. We can express thanksgiving by showing forth divine, divine prayer. The, the, the joy, what they call joy, sooner or later proves incomplete. Which, which leaves people unfulfilled. Why? Because there remains that haunting awareness that something can go wrong. Circumstances can change. Situations can rob people of assurance and satisfaction. But we can express thanksgiving by allowing the joy of the Lord to flow through us. This joy springs forth from faith. It overrides all matters of life and death. This joy enables believers to, to rest in future rewards and keeps Christians keeping on. And then sometimes I just need to be uh, at a place where I can be keeping on. Amen. 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 So our, our first main point was God needs to go to God first. Thankfulness also needs to um, come through Christian fellowship. 
And I talked about partnership, but I'm going to talk about it a little more right now. Christian fellowship enables us to say thanks through partnership, through working together in the gospel, working together in a common cause, which causes to spread the news about Jesus. How do we give thanks through partnership? Well, the writer of Hebrews tells us, keep on loving each other as brothers and sisters. Don't forget to show hospitality to strangers. For some who have done this have entertained angels without realizing it. It's important important to reach out, but it's even more, uh, even more, it's, it's important to love one another. Christians say thanks by sending hope and encouragement to those who are proving faithful in, in what God is asking them to do. You know, we do that with missionaries. Missionaries come in here and, and they, they share their vision and, and we pray for them and we support them financially. And, and what are we doing? We're, we're encouraging them. We're sending hope with them. But we've got to do it inside here too. Instead of just as people come in and say, this is what I want to do. We've got to give hope to one another. We've got to encourage one another. And we can do that. You know, our district has a slogan. The slogan is, we are better together. And friends, God hasn't called us to be lone rangers. He's called us to work together for the gospel of Jesus Christ. You see, together we are better providing for the practical needs of others. For encouragement, pointing others to the word of God. We are better when we stand together in the unshakable love of Christ. There's a story I want to close with here. It's a young lady. Her name was Mary. She was going to college. Her major was English. And here's what she wrote in a letter home. She says, Dear Mom and Dad, I am sorry to be so long in writing, but... All my paper was lost the night the fire, the night of the the dormitory burned down. I'm out of the hospital now, and the doctor says my eyesight should come back to normal sooner or later. The wonderful boy, Bill, who rescued me from the fire, kindly offered to share his apartment with me until the dorm is rebuilt. He comes from a good family, so you won't be surprised when I tell you that we're going to get married. In fact, you always wanted to be, wanted a grandchild, so you'll be glad to know that uh, you'll be grandparents early next year. And then she added this to the letter. Please disregard the above practice in English composition. She says there was no fire. I have not been in the hospital. I am not pregnant, and I do not have a steady boyfriend. But I did get a D in French and an F in chemistry. And I wanted to be sure that you received the news in proper perspective. (laughs) Mary's major was not French and it wasn't chemistry. Her major was English. You know, because of our sinful nature, we spend more time focusing on the D's and F's in areas that God is still working on in Christians' lives. Thus, we fail to say thanks for the spiritual gifts exercised sacrificially for our good. This is why we're told to bear with one another. In chapter 3 of Colossians, Paul wrote this. 
since God chose you to be holy people he loves, you must clothe yourself with tender-hearted mercy, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. Make allowance for each other's faults and forgive one another, uh, f- forgive anyone who offends you. Remember, the Lord forgave you, so you must forgive others. You know who some of the most miserable people are on the face of the earth? This is going to shock you. Some of the most miserable people on the face of the earth, unfortunately, they are people who are involved in a church and they are convinced, they've convinced themselves that it's their calling to be critical and fault-finding. They focus on the D's and F's in the lives of those who walk, have a spiritual walk of, and they never appreciate, they never see the gifting that God has actually given them. Let me continue to read in Colossians 3. He says, above all, clothe yourself with love, which binds us all together in perfect harmony. And let the peace that comes from Christ rule in your hearts. For as members of one body, you are called to live in peace and always be thankful. Friends, we have a joy that's unspeakable. We have a peace that passes all understanding. We have love that binds us all together and we can and should always be thankful. In fact, it's hard to be critical when you're living a life of thanks. How do we say thanks? That's the title of this message. We say thanks by thanking God for his blessing, by remaining constant in prayer, by receiving and expressing God's joy, by sharing biblical fellowship, being a true partner in ministry. Where are you at right now? Those of you watching online, where are you? Are you miserable? Because all you can see are the faults of others? It's time to get past that. It's time to get to the place where we appreciate people who God has called. You know why? Because God has called them. Because they are children of the Lord. This morning, if if you need prayer, I want to open this altar up to you. If you're watching online and you want prayer, just type in the comments right now and say, just please pray for me. There are people that are watching who will pray for you. One more scripture I want to read. Why don't you stand with me? And after I'm done reading this scripture, Chris is going to lead us in a song. And if you want prayer, you come to this altar. Here's what Paul told the Corinthian church. He says, I always thank my God for you and for the gracious gift he has given you now that you belong to Christ Jesus. Through him, God has enriched your church in every way. Let me just stop right there. I am thankful for every one of you in this church whether you're here in this room you're watching by video i am thankful and i appreciate every one of you 
And you know something? Just like Paul told the Corinthian church, they had a great church. We have a great church. We have a church who God has filled with people who love him, who care about other people, who want to see the gospel uh, message presented to the world around them. He's called us to do that. We have a great church. Well, Paul went on to say, he says, so now you have every spiritual gift you need as you eagerly wait for the return of our Lord Jesus Christ. That's you. That's you. You have a gift and you have a gift and you have a gift and you have a gift. We have every spiritual gift that we need. Let's use them for the glory of God. If you want special prayer this morning, you come, you come. Thanks for tuning in to this week's C3 podcast. We hope you tune in next week as well. If you would like to partner with us financially to spread this even further, go to c3potstown.com give. Have a great day.